Hi, Peter Walker here and welcome to today's edition of the Transition Guide. Joining me again in the studio is Adam Houlihan, CEO of Prominence Global. Welcome, Adam. And today we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of LinkedIn. Because actually, believe it or not, there are things that you should be doing and there's definitely things that you should not be doing. So, Adam, what do you see as the do's and don'ts? Yeah, it's the, it's, it's the million-dollar question, Peter. Uh, so let's let's start with the, the don'ts. Uh, some people might find find some of these you know, quite surprising. Uh, so the, the first the first don't is is around content. Don't share links to articles that are not on LinkedIn. That's the, we've kind of covered that one uh, before, but uh, it's 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 an absolute gun. Absolutely will kill your content strategy almost immediately, and uh, put you in LinkedIn jail as uh, as you you are well aware. So. Uh, so that's one. The other one is around um, your messaging strategy. So don't send connection requests without sh- sharing a, a short message. That, yeah, don't make it a war and peace. In fact, they won't let you. It's limited to 300 characters of text. Everything on LinkedIn works in character counts, not word counts. But 300 characters, um, uh, yeah, just to share a little bit about why you're connecting. And that, and the other don't of that shouldn't be don't don't say you want to connect because you know you want to do business together or uh, anything like that. That's a red flag to, to every every LinkedIn bull, which is all seven hundred and fifty million of us. Uh, so you want to keep it very uh, very generic and, and uh, genuine uh, in in your connection request, but uh, always have a message in your connection request. And uh, probably the number three is in, um, and I'm sure you've had this happen, Peter, is you accept the connection request from someone and, you know, in less than 24 hours you get a sales pitch. And, uh, uh, you know, you would think that the, uh, the number of times people do that and the number of times it doesn't work would kind of tell you that, you know, it doesn't work. But... Uh, I see people consistently doing it. They, they must work on the fact that if they get less, even less than a 1% conversion rate, that's probably good. The problem with that is that you're really annoyed 99% of the other people that you, you just had a connection with. And, uh, you know, that's not a good start to any, any form of relationship, even a LinkedIn relationship. So I was going to say, interesting you say that. I probably get five or six of them a day. I mean, to be honest with you, I only accept the requests just for fun. Just to no. see, well, I do it just to see whether or not I do get sold to. Then, if I do, I just disconnect from them. In fact, I go one step further and I do block them from my profile. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that uh, that happens, Peter, is of course, is when that doesn't happen, it actually stands out. So you know, when someone connects with you, and then they just kind of you know have a, a nice, hey, Peter, thanks for connecting. Uh, really looking forward to seeing your content in my feed, or just something simple like that. You're like. Wow, that's that's really nice. So you know, just that that little bit of difference has already created a relationship as opposed to creating a barrier. I don't think that's the most important thing that people forget that it's a network of people, and they're human beings, and it's about that interaction. Yeah, I see a lot of people that see LinkedIn as a bit like Facebook. Well, let let me collect as many people as I possibly can. It's that little collection point. 
Yeah, one one good thing in some ways is LinkedIn has a limit on how many people you can connect with, which is 30,000. And whilst that sounds like a lot, um, it kind of takes the whole gamification concept of, you know, I've got more connections than you, though another don't. <laughs> I'll have to, I, and I'm going to admit, Pete, this is one of my pet hates, is I see people send me a connection request and in their, um, in their professional headline, which is a really high-quality real estate, they put something like, uh, I've got 17,000 connections. And I'm like, who cares? <laughs> it's, like, it's, not a, it's not a game of who, who has the most. But uh, so please, please do not put anywhere in your profile about how many connections you have. So I guarantee you 99.9% .9 of people just don't care. Oh, that's a really, that's a, such a fair point. Because, yeah, it happens all the time. It really does. What else should people be focused on? Well, there's sort of this, you know, we, we've kind of been focusing on the negatives, um, but it's from the point of view of, you know, hopefully stopping people from doing that. So the reverse of that is what's the good things you should do? The, the good things is are that you should uh, you should definitely be sending people outbound connection requests, you know, not not at crazy levels, um, but uh, and, and making sure, you know, as we said, you personalise those, those, those messages. Um, and as a, as a rule of thumb, you know, you want to be getting, if you're getting less than about one third, so, you know, uh, three, if, if between three and four of every 10 connection requests you send are not being accepted, there's something wrong. You're doing something wrong. You're connecting with the wrong people. Uh, you're sending the wrong message or your profile just tells, doesn't, is not telling the real story about right. who you are. So, and that's, that's what it comes down to. So, so sending connection requests, but also being uh, being across the results. Don't just keep sending and keep sending and keep sending. And, and you go, oh, I've got a, a hundred new connection requests, but I have to send a thousand of them to get it. That's bad. So uh, so the, you know, what you should be doing is, is keeping track of that type of information. The other thing you should be doing is you know, kind of what we spoke about before is, is make sure that when someone uh, does connect with you, you thank you. Know, Go back with another message. The whole point, as you said, is it's about trying to create a relationship, trying to be, um, you know, a good LinkedIn citizen, as we, we try to call it. But, um, you know, it's just a, you're missing a huge opportunity if you don't at least start a conversation. And, of course, what we've, we've covered many, many times is that starting of a conversation shouldn't be a sales pitch. It just should be a nice, warm, hey, thanks for connecting and um, looking forward to, you know, seeing things in your, uh, your stuff you post or you might say, you know, uh, look, I've got, I've actually, here's where you could use your big network in a positive way. You could say something like, uh, I've got a pretty big network on, on LinkedIn and if there's anyone you ever need a connection with, um, you know, if I can, I'd be happy to facilitate that, uh, that connection, something like that. Uh, people are going to be, you know, very much resonate towards you when, when you do good stuff like that. And that's the thing that I really find fascinating is that LinkedIn really is a networking tool. It's for us to connect with people, get to understand people. And I suppose you've got networking organisations out there, probably the most famous out of them is probably BNI. That's one of the most well-known. And what's interesting is that within BNI, they'll give you training on how to network with other people and how to get the best out of there. Yet people are jumping on to LinkedIn probably without any training, without under understanding, 
it's it's like allowing a teenager with no driving experience behind the wheel of a car. Yeah, and yeah, twenty twenty was a great example of that because there's so many people by uh, or out of necessity, you know, with what happened with, with their businesses, had to find new ways to uh, you know get in front of people. So there was a, a, a real mass of uh, people coming onto LinkedIn. And like you said, almost like being given the keys to the car when they've never had a driving lesson, were just doing really crazy stuff. And in fact, LinkedIn actually had to react to it. Uh, it got so bad that they they put in measures to um, limit the amount of connection requests you can send. They've, they've got spam filters now. So if you're just sending out really pitchy, awful messages, the algorithms are picking that up and, and stopping them before. You might keep sending them. They're not, not going to stop you sending them, but no one's actually seeing them. So mm. uh, there's all this good stuff they put in place that uh, kind of negates a lot of that bad behaviour. Um, uh, kind of almost ironic that they that they don't stop you doing it because, uh, you know, these people keep doing it thinking, you know, well, I'm getting less and less traction, so therefore I must, you know, I have to do more and more of it. it. Kind of reminds me of an old joke you probably heard. It's like two guys selling watermelons for a dollar, and uh, they bought them for a dollar, and eventually they work out they've got no money. And one guy says, "Yeah, what do we do?" He said, "We better get a bigger truck. So it's not going to help." No, that's quite scary, actually, when you look at it. Is, and I thought that I was really quite a competent user of LinkedIn, but a lot of the stuff that you've spoken about, a lot of the mistakes that you talk about. I've unwittingly made. So yeah. it was never done deliberately, but I've no, made them. Yeah, and, and it is. There's kind of two camps. There are the people who, who are do, doing it out of desperation, even though they mm. know they're going to get low results. And then there's people like yourself, like you said, that um, you know, just because you didn't know the difference, probably did not all those things, but some of those things. Uh, but once you, you kind of know how to do it, the right way as you do now, you, you see it makes, it makes a big difference. And where do you see LinkedIn going forward? You know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, LinkedIn started out in its very, very early days. Uh, it, was, it was basically a job site. It was, you know, it was basically, mm. essentially, you just had your resume. Um, it's, uh, and it still is a job site. There's, there's, you know, I think there's more uh, jobs uh uh, fulfilled on on LinkedIn than almost anywhere these days, yeah. but it's real. It's real. Uh, uh, you know, if you drew, drew a line in the sand of where LinkedIn really made some changes, was when uh, Microsoft shelled out twenty six billion dollars to buy it, and of course, you know, a, a behemoth like uh, Microsoft going to make sure they they get that, the value for that. And I would I would hate to think what it's worth now, but I'd say that that was a that was a pretty good. Uh, pretty good purchase at the time. Uh, their goals are to have 3 billion people on the platform. Right now, it's a little over 750 million. Uh, will they get to 3 billion? I, I don't know, but uh, they'll certainly go past 1 billion. There's, there's no, no ways about it. So again, often people say to me, oh, well, there's 750 million people on there now. I've missed the boat. And I, say, I don't think you have. You just, you know, because there's there's 700 million of those 750 that really aren't doing a good job. So mm. like sitting in that, that top echelon, uh, you can go from zero to hero very, very quickly. Now, if people want to know more about LinkedIn, know more about you, where do they go? Uh, people, you can go to my website, adamhoulihan.com, 
or LinkedIn. That's that's where I hang out the most. So just uh, please make sure you send me a, a connection request. Say, hey, I was on Peter's uh, podcast and uh, love to connect and I guarantee I will. No, brilliant. I think there's a lot of good stuff that's been shared today. I mean, if you want more information about anything that we've covered, head over to borker.com. But most importantly, register for our webinar because our webinar covers this in a lot more detail and a heck of a lot more. So you're going to get a lot of value. You're going to get a great roadmap, and especially how to develop yourself and your business on LinkedIn going forward. And you're absolutely right, Adam. It's never too late to get into LinkedIn. And actually, what's going to be the most important thing with LinkedIn going forward is learning how to adapt to LinkedIn as it continuously evolves. So, Thanks, Bill. Thank you very much for your time. And remember, everyone, failing to learn is learning to fail.